This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Let's talk about green fingers. All of you who love your gardens um, and just find it so therapeutic to be pottering around the garden. Let's get some gardening tips right now. It's been raining, which means that um, the soil is wet. It's ripe for planting. But they say too much rain could also be detrimental. Uh, Wendy Malaji is a plant pathologist and technician uh, for AgroServe. And she's going to give us some tips on how to garden during the summertime. And, um, yeah, as I said, it's very therapeutic being in and around the garden. The thing that kind of gives you peace of mind, makes you zen, connects you to Mother Nature. Wendy, good morning. Morning, Lerato. How are you? Fine, thank you, ma'am. Wendy, could you speak into your receiver? Are you on a speakerphone? Yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're Can you hear me now? Much better. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, okay. Sorry yeah. about that. No, no, don't be sorry. You, you probably thought you were being practical, uh, yeah. <laughs> but you sound better. Okay. okay, so firstly, your title, you're a plant pathologist. I'm intrigued. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, a plant pathologist is basically somebody who studied uh, plant diseases, okay. how insects and weeds and everything affects plants. Mainly, it's it's mainly for agriculture, but it also works in the garden as well. Okay, and so you're the one who sort of says because we think when a plant is wilted or it's the leaves are starting to brown, we think it's dead. And people like you will say, no, it just needs a little bit of TLC, some treatment. Yeah, most of the time it could be many things. It could be because you didn't give it water. Sometimes, like you said, too much water is also detrimental. And sometimes it's hojas, like insects. <laughs> sometimes it's diseases. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. I love the word. Okay, so it's been raining a lot, uh, Wendy, which we are told is very, very good for the grass, very good for the soil, especially because, you know, South Africa goes through cycles of dry spells, even droughts. So we appreciate the rains. But does it stand to reason that rain means it's ripe for gardening? Yeah, no, no. This is the perfect time for rain because it's uh, we've just passed late spring. Now we are into our early summer. So this is when you should do your planting for your vegetables and uh, and your flowers, depending on which part of the country you're in. Okay, so what which plants should you be, um, which seeds should you be sowing at this time of the year? Because you can't grow everything at, at summer. Yeah, at this time of the year, like I said, it depends on which part of the country you are, mm. mainly because this comes with varying temperatures and humidity okay. and rainfall patterns. So if you are like in the rainfall coastal areas like Cape Town, you could do... Um, hydrangeas for flowers and gardenias and for vegetables you could do broccoli uh, cauliflower and cabbage mm. and then for the summer rainfall region which is as the highfold and the karoo here you can do uh, your herbs uh, like rosemary thyme and chives you can also do your carrots brassicas peppers and tomatoes and then for your flowers you can do carnations lavender marigold and petunias Mm. and then in the coastal summer rainfall region like durban this Mm. is where you can have uh, lavenders for flowers and impatience and then in your veggie garden you can have a bit more fun with rocket tomatoes 
peppers and chilies. And why is that? So, so let's just start with Durban. We know that it's very humid uh, in Durban. Yeah. Uh, come rain or shine, there's always a lot of moisture in the air. Yeah, this is because this is where, uh, where Durban is placed mm. along. Uh, so it's on the eastern side of the country. So that temperature is bound to be more humid than the western side. So of what the I'm trying country, to establish is, is what, what, what makes that kind of weather, that kind of temperature ripe for certain uh, vegetations and plants? It's, it's mainly because of the, the temperatures that side and the cyclones along the sea and in everything that uh, has to do with weather, yeah. evaporation of uh, air from the soil right. to the ground and yeah. Okay, so you've got to be conscious of that. So you can't just show up you in Durban be. and be like, I'm going to grow roses uh, and then the humidity starts to suffocate the plant type thing. Yeah, well, you can. It depends what time of the year and how will you. So it's very important when you're going to be an avid gardener to know what the seed that you're planting or the seedling that you're putting in the soil mm. requires. You know, you have to know your temperature. You have to know your surroundings. You have to know everything. Because when you said hydrangeas in Cape Town right now, I was like, it is bleating hot in Cape Town. I was there yesterday. It is hot, hot, hot. Um, and the rains will only come in winter. And I thought hydrangeas need a lot of water and not so too much sun. Thing you can have, yeah, you can have them in potted uh, plants at, at this point. So you can have them uh, potted on, on your verandas and the likes. Okay, but in a shaded area. Yeah, in a shaded area. Okay, so... I'm not really a gardener. I've dabbled. I've dabbled, but I, I, I'm yeah. definitely not a not a not an avid gardener. But um, I, I, I'm the sort of person who'll say, "Oh, I like this plant. I like peonies. I'm gonna pa- I'm gonna plant peony seeds," and then and then the gardener will come and say, "No, but you can't because there's too much rain, so the drainage becomes a problem because the soil beneath is too wet, and and so." Even though rain is good, too much rain is not always good. And, I, and I'm struggling to understand some of these things. Okay, so <laughs> the reason for that is, uh, is that when you have too much water or too much rain is that the roots get clogged and they don't get the oxygen they need to grow. I see. Yeah, so basically even roots, even though they are underground, they still need the air to breathe so that they can grow. And this goes with the soil structure. This is why you need to work your soil. You need to fertilize your soil so that it's healthy and it's got a a structure with integrity, so to speak. (laughs) You're you're a real South African, Wendy. (laughs) (laughs) Am I? (laughs) The structure with integrity in the soil. That, that, that's correct. Okay, so let me let me just understand how you how you strengthen the soil, how you fertilize it, because you think you, you know we think we need to go to a warehouse and buy a fertilizer, but you can make your own fertilizer at home. You can make your own fertilizer or compost. But, uh, yes, you can, but uh, in most cases, it's it's actually easier to buy the fertilizer because it comes with the nutrients that you need and when you do your own compost it almost takes time but it's also as good but when you go to a store mm. you you get fertilizers that provide your nitrogen phosphorus and mm. potassium you know which will be great for root development and leaf formation and growth so potassium okay so you know what i've also heard in my in my dabbling days and i and i just and i and i'm a gardener simply by watching youtube and then 
going to imitate in my garden. So what I was told is every time you serve a banana, eat a banana, um, and you don't quite finish it, you know, or you eat a banana and then the last few bites, it's that brownie, mushy part of the banana, so you don't eat it. Don't throw it away. Just keep scooping out that brown mush including the the peels, and then dig up a hole in the garden and throw it all in. The same as when you boil eggs for breakfast. You don't have to throw away the shells. You can take some of those crushed shells, dip them into the soil. Or if you open tin fish, like our former governor, he eats a lot of uh, tin fish. All the offal from that tin fish is stuff you could put in the soil, and all of that creates a form of compost. Is that true? Yes. So, no, no, that is true. Like you said, with the banana leaves. So, if you have um, that in your soil, it's got potassium. So, what's going to happen there is that eventually, if you have like flowering, mm. let's say you have a flowering um, plant, like let's say your strawberries, or you have just flowers, you know, mm. that will, will, will encourage the flush or the lushness of the flowers. They'll look ah. more beautiful. When you put bananas, an old banana in have, the soil. When you put Potassium. So since bananas have potassium, that's the reason. What else has potassium? What else has potassium? I, I can't think of any right now except your mineral fertilizers and okay. your plant food. Okay. Yeah. And, and I'm just doing this. I'm, I'm not trying to catch you out. I'm just doing this because, you know, many people don't garden because we think I wouldn't know how to do it. And yet, yeah. and or I would need to have 70 rands for compost and I, and I have a big garden, so I'd need to multiply that by 10. So 700 rands to put, you know. And yet inside the house are things that you could just utilize uh, and instead of wasting a banana when it's gone brown and moldy you don't have to put it in the bin just dig a hole in the so in the ground and throw it in there that's the potassium that um, you're looking for but that's the beauty of uh doing your research and finding out what you can use Mm. and with uh the company i work with Mm. we provide uh consumers with small packages so this is, makes it affordable. It also makes okay. uh, less wastage because then the packages come in the exact amount you need as a consumer. Okay, so you definitely know what you need because of the size of your garden and you can order to that specification. Yeah, and there's no waste, which is what we're trying to go for. You know? Okay, we're in conversation with Wendy Malachi. She's a plant pathologist. So she studies the the being of the plant, right? It's life cycle. Yes. <laughs> And so she's here to tell us about what to plant in the summer rainy season. Getting you what you need to know. Power Talk. Weekdays 9 a.m. to noon on Power 98.7. So what you need to know is how to make your garden shine, look beautiful. It's the rainy season. Mother Nature is giving you everything you need to uh, really uh, create a beautiful, beautiful landscaped garden. The soil would be fertile, well-nourished, well-watered, which is what you need. And uh, all those nutrients as well coming through from just the atmosphere around you when the rains come. Because isn't that true, Wendy Malachi, product development specialist and plant pathologist from AgroService, that the rains is not just water, it's, it's water with minerals and all sorts of components that come into the soil when it's raining. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, so I want to know how to cultivate a beautiful summer garden. You've told us that it depends where you live because we experience different 
kinds of summer in South Africa, from the West Coast to the East Coast, to all of us who are in the high felt as well. So for those of us in Gauteng, what should we be thinking about? You mentioned herbs, uh, brassicas, carnations. What else? You just want to, you know, it's on Christmas Day, you want when your family come to your home for lunch, you want them to be wowed by your garden. Yeah, so as I mentioned, you can do peppers and tomatoes and carrots and brassicas uh, at this time. But yeah, so what is important, since we have the rain, you also have to um, make sure that you have a good uh, seed bed or a garden bed. And this you can do by preparing your soil, removing the debris from last season and watering early in the morning or early in the evenings, just once a day, because we still need to save water. Mm, mm, so, mm. yeah, so if you can do those kind of, kind of, kind of and you can uh, correct your soil pH by using agricultural lime. And What is that? So agricultural lime is sort of a mineral that corrects the pH of your soil so that your soil doesn't become too acidic or too basic because it also can affect your plants and how they look. Uh, sometimes if it's too acidic, it can burn your, uh, your plants. So how do you know that the soil is acidic? How would you, how would you recognize that? Sometimes it, it, it's because of testing. Sometimes you, if you're an avid uh, gardener, you'll also recognize the, the symptoms from the burning of acidic plants or how they, sorry, Plants that have been uh, affected by acidic soils, how they tend. Some some of them become chlorotic, which is like a yellowing that you can see when uh-huh. this plant is not okay. Okay, so if, if a plant is meant to be green and it's not coming out green, it, it could be there's some acid in the soil. It could be that your soil is too acidic. And so you buy an agricultural lime to balance out the acidity in to the soil. balance, yes. My goodness, it's a whole science, this thing. <laughs> it's, uh, it is, but it's also fun. So, uh, like I said, you know, gardening is supposed <laughs> to be fun. It's supposed to make your mind be at peace, you okay. know. And then, you know, you also spoke about pests that can eat away at, at, at your plant as it's flowering. So you've got the birds and then you've got the pests as well. Um, I was told that what you can do, especially like with marigolds, I was told, um, is you can plant like a little bit of garlic or spring onion alongside a flower bed because the smell of that garlic or onion will repel some insects. Is that is that true? Yes, so that is true. There is um, organic uh, pesticides like your garlic. It's, it's, it's a natural uh, remedy, so to speak. Uh, but we all, you know, there's always like... Severity. So severity can differ from garden to garden. So depending on the severity, there's uh, different types of remedies. And the ones that we have, some of them are organic based, some of them are chemical based. Mm -hmm. So uh, we have uh, fungicides for fungi. We also have molluscicides for if you have garden snails, which also eat your uh. um, your lettuce and the likes. And sometimes you can confuse that with birds. We also have herbicides to control your weeds along uh, your paving. Right. And a lot of people also have weeds in their lawns. Mm. So that's also not nice to look at. So we have that those sort of uh, remedies. Okay, and okay. we also have... Um, 
rodents, rodenticides for, for, for the rats yeah. and the mice and the likes. We also have uh, insecticides for inside and outside the home. So you can control mm. your bed bugs. You can also control mm. your ants in the okay. garden. They do say, Wendy, when you start using chemical fertilizers, you can't stop because you're changing the soil component. Okay. Uh, it's a question. Oh, <laughs> is that a question? Well, <laughs> I think it's more a of a re- result-based type of approach. I mean, mm. if you, you use, you can choose. I mean, we have organic-based and okay. we have chemical-based. Uh, okay. Those are the mineral ones. And whichever one works best, uh, given the choices of the consumer. Yeah. Once you put it in every four weeks or say, and you can see that this thing works for me, then you'll be encouraged to keep using it. So yeah. I'm not sure if it's a matter of a specific one, then, mm. you know, it's it's what works. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And what's your favorite summer flower, Wendy? I would say hydrangeas as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think hydrangeas are my they're very pretty. They just they're make beautiful. me beautiful and they and they're full. But I can't grow hydrangeas um because I don't have enough shade. So um I've had to buy plastic ones and put them in my house. But don't tell anybody who's visiting. But I can teach you, girl. Please. <laughs> we look forward to it. <laughs> Wendy Malachi, product development specialist at AgroServe. Just a few gardening tips for you this summer. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.